What's going on, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> I thought I'd steal your opener on you this time. Oh, you're stealing my line? Yeah, yeah. I figure because it's Friday, man. I figure I'd steal yours. <laughs> no, it's, it feels it's a weird Friday just with the uh, with the holidays and everything. How are you doing though, man? I've been I've been a little worried about you, man. Uh, <laughs> I've seen you on LinkedIn the last couple of days. Uh, we're just feeding the trolls, bro. I mean, like you said, it's been a slow week. Uh, somebody made some comment where it's like, how do we have time for this, bro? And every driver is at home. The ones that aren't at home are covered. So, I mean, we're just kind of monitoring stuff at this point. I mean, you, de- you definitely have a different style than me on uh, LinkedIn. I just hope you're uh, <laughs> hope you're all right, man. I, I see some of these uh, back and forth, and I'm like, I-, I don't know how I would deal. It would drive me crazy just going back and forth all day with people on LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it helps pass the time. As uh, one of my friends who's a broker said, I'm, I, I asked him, are you working? He told me, well, I'm here. So uh, that's kind of the gist of it, man. <laughs> well, before we get started, I mean, um, so shout out to our sponsor, HD Ships, you know, one of the best agent programs out there. Um, we are going to have one of their agents on today. And, you know, we were talking a little bit pre-show about expedited sprinter vans, um, and some of his history and logistics and, uh, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I mean, let's bring him in. Let's uh, get it started, man. It's Friday. What's going on, Ray? Hey, Ray. What's hey, up, guys? Hey, Matt. Happy, uh, happy, for- happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I no, like thanks. your background, man. It's really, really solid background. Yeah, I'm happy right there. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, we're excited to have you have you on, Ray. Maybe just to start, you know, tell us uh, you know a little bit about how you got into logistics and you know kind of your uh, you know your background. Sure. So I worked uh, originally out of college uh, for an industrial supplier, and we did a little bit of three PLX. We had trucks going back and forth from hubs all over the United States, and um, and then I found out what a broker was, and I ended up working at a large three PL. Um, was a business development sales rep to start. And um, then I kind of realized after a while, um, I'd show up early, I'd build my own loads, I'd you know do things a little different because I wanted more um, hands-on experience and you know more insight as to like what you know I was doing and not just being just a you know a salesman. So after a while I found out that I could run a cradle of the grave and and that's what brought me uh, eventually to HD Ships, and um, that's what I do now. So I, I handle a little bit of everything as far as Sprinter Expedited, um, some full truck loads, mostly drive-in, um, no reefer, and then we're working on some imports and exports. How was your experience, yes, by the way? I always like to ask people, um, you know, at a large 3PL, how was it, you know, at a large 3PL, you know, learning? <laughs> the industry, you know, what was it your- was good. It was good. It was cutthroat hundred calls a day type of deal. Um, so they could, you know, at, at any point they could kind of bring in and, um, and cut you. But if you hit your numbers and, and you did well, then, um, you know, they treated you well, but it was, it was a lot of, a lot of selling and you didn't have, like, you didn't have to, you know, book your own loads. You had carrier sales reps that do that for you. Um, but it was really good experience. I mean, they taught me everything I know as far as, LTL full truckload down to you know intermodal and and drage was real big when I started um, because of the whole supply ch- chain crunch. So tell us a little bit about LTL. I, I I thought this was really interesting because I was talking to Ray the other day and 
he was telling me this, you know, idea, you know, for LTL. I think you had about a hundred LTL customers at at one point, kind of a unique. I don't know a whole lot about LTL. I was mainly on the full truckload side. Yeah, um, but I, I thought that was a really unique, unique idea. If you you want to touch on touch on that at all? Yeah. Well, I ended up using a platform. Um, I don't want to name drop the platform and have too many people sign up, but there's platforms out there that let you um, get in touch with smaller businesses. And these guys are only shipping maybe one to two pallets a month, sometimes, you know, a full truckload a month, but they're good customers to have. And, and they're overlooked in the market because I think today a lot of people are going after big name suppliers, like, you know, retailers like Meyer and, and people like, you know, American Axle or GM, and they're really tough to get into and it's really high volume. You're punching in maybe 10 to 20 LTLs a day and you're profiting, you know, two to 300 bucks when some of these suppliers that that'll get stiffed on LTL pricing, if they try to go direct just because their volume's so low, um, you're better off going through a broker that has a 3PL deal with another, you know, company that has really good LTL rates and, um, and helping them out. And, and that's what I was doing for a while and was, was turning, you know, five to 10 customers a day, but those weren't daily shippers. Those were monthly shippers. And I still have, you know, quite a few of those customers. Um, but I think, yeah, that's a big overlooked part of the industry. And, and LTL is a, a whole nother um, side of logistics, you know, of its own because you got to have the national motor freight carrier number and make sure you're classing it right. A lot of people are running into that. Have you have you guys ran any LTL? I did one. It was a disaster. I only did it because it was for a friend of mine. <laughs> I, never, I turned down LTL. I didn't even want to uh, didn't even want to mess with that. But I, there's a lot of money into it. That's why I thought your idea. You know, I've never met somebody who had you know 100, 150 LTL you know customers as a um, you know as a cradle to grave broker. So I thought that was kind of interesting when you were talking about that. Um, I don't think yeah. Alex probably knows much about LTL either. I'll I mean, this is my experience with LTL. It was my first three or four months in the business. I got a truck stuck somewhere, which is kind of funny because like he was in a good area. Looking back on it, it was a disaster what I ended up doing. But um, I ended up finding two partials that I chained together to deliver into Chicago. Oh. And that's the, the last time I ever did anything like that in my life. So. Yeah, you got to really watch what LTL carrier you're, you're booking with because some will throw them on the rail. And <laughs> no, 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 I'm they, the carrier. I'm the LTL carrier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alex is a Alex is a carrier. Well, he's a he's a dispatcher. Um, oh gosh, gotcha. so you tried to? I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just slapped two partials in my truck, took the 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 two loads, put them together send them off to Chicago in my truck, not on the rail. I did deliver it. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing is that LTL is pretty smooth. As long as you get the national motor freight carrier number, because what a lot of people will run into is they just end up booking it off of density. Cause you can put in the density calculator, you know, 48 by 40 by 40, which is a standard pallet. And then the, you know, the weight, let's say is 500. It might give you a class of 90. But that doesn't take in what's actually being shipped, a commodity. You have to look up the commodity because once you go to Classit or there's a few other websites, but Classit, for example, they will give you the National Motor Freight Carrier number, which gives you the exact class that it should be. So there's no reclassing um, 
and that's where you run into a lot of problems with LTLs when they get reclassed and, you know, it's, let's say originally it was class 60, which is going to be a lot cheaper to ship than class 400. And then you're looking at a bill that's a thousand dollars more, which is pretty So how does the classing work? Is that like on space and on weight? Or? It's based off of stowability. So how well freight can commingle with one another. So if it's oh. hazardous or if let's say it's fragile glass, it'd be, it'd be low stowability. It can't commingle because it's, you know, it, can't yeah. be stacked it can't so if it's steel like industrial supplies fasteners that's going to be class 50 and that's going to be the you know the cheapest class to ship and most of the time you can stack that and it's going to have high stability you can ship with pretty much anything so so the complications really come when you start to get into things where it's like i'm just picturing like tetris or lego you know where you could just kind of slap oh no kidding simply, you know so I guess the yeah. harder the harder the Lego and Tetris game is, the, the more you're gonna pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, especially if you don't know, like if you're running into a volume LTL, that's when it's more than 15 feet in uh, in overall space, and and then you know you can run it under the system as an LTL, and it'll give you an LTL rate, but it doesn't register until afterward because you know you're supposed to take in those calculations prior, and you. Running into some problems with that too, but no, I, I I do like running LTL. I've like sprinkling that now on my business and not you know making it you know the forefront of my business because like you guys said, it can be it can be dicey. But yeah, I mean from a carrier standpoint, I know thousands of like carriers, like carriers that have thousands of units. If you put them all together, and I mean, oh, yeah. we all hide from LTL. Nobody nobody sources it it's harder to train dispatchers on i mean that's kind of specialty stuff but i mean with the conversations you know it's good to be in that because it's like that niche market where you can obviously command better rates <clears throat> as a broker and i guess as a carrier um yeah it's not as like everyone knows you know how to slap loads into a drive and full truckloads pretty pretty straightforward sure. for the most part yeah and i think what separates a cradle to grave broker from any other type of brokers with LTL, we really don't have full visibility. We can send updates, but me being credit of the grave, I can pick my carrier. I can vet them. HD is real, real good on making sure that, you know, we're not getting Alex isn't a double broker. No. <laughs> There's a running joke because I'm like one of the only carriers that's, that's pretty you know vocal on LinkedIn that, that I became a double broker somehow. He's <laughs> too vocal sometimes on LinkedIn. We, we did settle it on the last episode where I had the broker on our show run my MC and it came back clean. So um, I'm <laughs> a carrier with one MC. I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. Hey, you could have got your identity stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Or lease yeah, truck. They have Crazy. to be leased into our yacht yeah. to do that, man. So we're good. That's crazy out here. Yeah, no, but I think that the best part about doing what I do is having full access to, you know, tracking. I'm I'm in direct contact with the driver, dispatcher. Yes, yeah, so you are cradle to grave currently. Yeah, so I build the load myself, make sure that yeah. you know, they're even explaining that to me because now that I'm doing this with Matt, who's obviously a broker, um, and we have a lot of sure. brokers on the show, 
don't know. They've been explaining that whole system to me where the, you have the either the, the reps or the cradle to grave. And cradle to grave sounds just so much better. Like you know the load, you know where it's coming from, you know everything about it. Sure. But yeah. I'd rather deal with you directly about a, some freight than you know, call the guy who has to call you who it's just broken telephone sometimes. Yeah, there's just less hands in the pot because when you're at another company, let's say that you have a carrier sales rep and then a team lead. Um, they've got to be compensated for your sales as well. So like, you, you know, you sending it to, let's say, if they have a build it team, they build your own loads. You know, you're taking maybe three minutes um, out of your day, which like, you know, it's going to take them maybe 10 to 15 minutes to end up actually building that load. You could just build it yourself and get good at, you know, typing in addresses, zip codes. And, and I feel like learning how to build your own BOL and things like that is yeah, isn't very isn't very hard and it's overlooked because you know once you're able to do that it's you know so maybe our viewers a bit about hd um from what i understand you guys only hire agents which is basically cradle to grade well hd yeah he has a uh i'll let ray go on but hd has a separate um a separate w2 they have offices for w2 but um oh, yeah. building their main thing is building an agent program raise an agent yeah, okay, yeah so and, and have, we're taking on we're taking on agents um, of all <clears> time, <throat> of all different types of you know backgrounds and experiences. It doesn't have to be they don't have to have cradle to grave experience. Um, that's something that you know we're willing to um, sort of teach them. But Aljax, the system that we use is pretty straightforward, um, and we've got Camillo. Um, shout out to Camillo! Thanks for all your help, everything that you do. I bug those guys sometimes. <laughs> A little too much, um, but no, Camille is great. He 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 pretty much yeah sets everything up and um, and gives you all the tools you need. I luckily knew Al Jacks prior, but it's just a one screen um, load board. You don't have to like bounce between two Al different. Jack, that's how you guys send recons to carriers, right? That's always exactly. the one that, that's the one that comes over C mail, and I can't copy and paste <laughs> my dispatch. Man. It drives me crazy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it comes over to you as a email file, so you can't copy and paste at all. So I just yeah. got into the point where I like my because my drivers like text dispatch because they can copy and paste stuff. Uh, it's easier. Oh, for heck them. Yeah. But yeah. when I get those email files, I tell, hey, buddy, here's a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to type it in yourself. Like. Yeah. So I think we're really looking for, you know, anybody that knows logistics and, and, um, you know, isn't afraid to, either bring on their book of business or start a new one. And and I think that for the, for the most part, you got to have at least a little bit of a book of business to, to start. I think they watch it just a, just around a million dollars annually. Um, but, you know, given your background experience though. Yeah. Matt was explaining you. that to me that uh, most agent programs require some book of business. It's very, at rare. least a million. If it's, if it's a good program, to be honest with you, that's what Ryan uh, Smith Shout out Ryan, thanks for hiring me. Um, Ryan, he actually, he, uh, he, yeah, told me right off the bat that um, that that was, you know, kind of how things were ran at at, at HD, and uh, yeah, it's it's been. So do you guys require on-site work? I would assume you don't for agents. I mean, from what I understand, agents are pretty independent. You can kind of do that from your house. Yeah. 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 So basically. Um, I've got a team that's that's at the site in Reno, Nevada, and then we've got a team offshore 
um, that tracks overnight. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're there to help. They're there to assist and in, in, in any way. And um, yeah, that if part's nice. Able to, if you're like able to tell us where are you guys doing the, the overseas stuff, just cause our last episode uh, touched on outsourcing kind of things. And uh, it's just been interesting to hear some people like the countries of choice for, from companies. You know? Yeah. To be honest, I'm not doing a whole lot of exports and I talking about your uh, where Camilla is located. Your uh, after hours tracking. People. Oh, gotcha. That's in Venezuela. Oh, okay. that's the first time I've heard that one. We've had uh, Colombia, Philippines. It, you know what? No, this one's out of Colombia. This one's Colombia. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's Colombia. Like, you know, popular me. destination uh, for for brokers these days. Yeah, I get yeah. everyone in logistics. To be honest. So let's let's kind of back up a little bit too, because I, I was kind of interested. I know we were talking about LTL, but that's you know a small portion of your your business. Um, you know, I have a couple of friends who are in the expedited, you know, sprinter van, you know, type yeah. of type of business. And I know you talked about you know that being you know big, and um, you know I don't know a whole lot about it. I never you know I never did that. Um, so I was just kind of curious, maybe you want to tell the viewers a little bit about how you got into that and you know some of the advantages to that. But just before yeah. you start, sorry, man, I just don't want to forget no, that right. because I've run a lot of expedited stuff. And um, sure. I mean, from my understanding, when expedited comes out, it used to be the um, ArcBest board used to have just a bunch of dedicated stuff, which was cool. But uh, how does expedited work? Like, does that do they drop that stuff on you like last minute? And that's how yeah. you like, that's how that works. Yeah. yeah, well, that's how my main two customers that run a lot of the expedited freight, they, um, they call me at, you know, whether it's 6 PM, eight, sometimes 8 PM, 10 PM. And if they need lighting equipment, let's say, you know, transferred from concert to concert, then, um, you know, those will happen later at night and those, they'll pay real good money for those. Yeah. Um, that's the, the best part about expedited is whenever you see that, you know, you're going to get something good. out of it. Yeah. Good money. And especially if, you know, like I've, I've got a customer who really likes the fact that we've got macro point tracking and I've looped them in on, you know, macro point tracking and just, you know, as simple as communicating with them along the way, like, Hey, drivers 15 minutes from site, Hey, you know, drivers loaded, enrolling here are the pictures of the freight and then sending them pictures when they deliver um just little things like that i think um you can do as a you know independent broker that you can't do if there's other hands in the pot because you know they might not you know run the same organizational you know strategies as you do but um even yeah, as with expedited i think it's if you can get in my goal right now is to get into you know after our expedited i have a customer right now that i'm I'm this close and getting in there after hour expedited and they run, you know, from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. Um, but those are when lines go down. So they'll pay anywhere from, you know, yeah, 6 That sounds like uh, the most lucrative part of the most lucrative part of, of logistics. Right? Yeah. What those are, are emergency margins? loads. What are the margins look like on expedited shipments? I mean, the communication hey, hey. is obviously key on that. What <laughs> Whatever he wants them to be, man. <laughs> um, to be honest, I've got a really good buddy um, that I, I I hook him up with real good rates. And then I've got another customer that um, right now, they're starting to choose me a little bit more off reliability, but I'm still going to you know give them good rates because I feel like every every company at the end of the year, does an analysis and 
I don't ever want to be that guy that's pushing super high margin. Even though my services, I feel like are are top tier, I still want to keep my margin, you know, fair. That way, if it comes down to it, um, they have no reason to, you know, switch or try another carrier or broker. Um, and in that way, I can build a long term relationship with these guys. So. And communication, yeah. I mean, is, is you kind of touched on it. I mean, is key to that. I mean, if your prices are fair and you're communicating, doing all those extra stuff after hours, I mean, it'd be pretty hard for another broker to come in and undercut you by a hundred, 200 bucks and, you know, take your business. Exactly. Yeah. And especially well, if you're working from home, you can, you know, wake up at 6am. Yeah. Some of these guys are in at seven posting out bids and, and I'm, you know, I'm up early and I'm just winning, you know, some bids just cause I'm the only broker that's awake. Well, some of these I mean, guys got to go into their office, you know. When it comes with expedited, that's something as a carrier, um, we've always kind of, you have to take those a lot more serious as a carrier, obviously as a broker, um, because when yeah. it comes to expedited, that's literally like, here's this load, figure it out, don't call me, get it done kind of thing. And um, I think as a carrier, we tend to get paid better on expedited, and we always tend to obviously, you know, provide the best possible service because, um I mean, you're getting paid better. You want to take it. Not that we don't take every load series, but expedited, you make a mistake there. Like you said, usually it's a concert or a job site. Uh, we did yeah. a lot of, for CAT, um, a lot of equipment transfers that need to be somewhere specific times. Um, so expedite is definitely a lot more serious. Like you said, um, working from home, it's an advantage because if you're just by your phone, if you're by your PC, um, yeah. that's oh, not yeah. a five type of uh type of thing so. right is like nine to or more like seven to seven to nine well really whatever you make it you know that's that's what this industry really is it's 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 whatever you make it if you walk into it and you're like you know what i gotta make x amount of calls i don't know if i you know can do this it's those people don't normally make it it's the people that are you know like us that are just like you know we're gonna do whatever it takes to figure it out yeah, I think we've had that conversation at least 10 times where it's like you can come into logistics and work eight to five or eight to four or nine to five. But um, I mean, there's obviously a place for that. This is a job like any other. But, you know, for the people, yeah. I think you have to have a level of enjoyment uh, in this industry sure. to want to do those things. And obviously, like we've had guys like John on who are, you know, 24 seven operations. I myself, for the most part, like to, like this morning. So I'm on a different time zone. Luckily, um, we're a small company. It's just basic. We don't really have after hours. It's just me and my boss. Um, we tend to not have issues in those times. But a guy calls me at 2 in the morning, uh, central time. <clears throat> Luckily, for the first day ever, I woke up at 8 a.m. So I was there to help out with the school guard. <laughs> first and, time uh, ever. <laughs> yeah. I usually so My body thinks I'm on central time. I wake up around 6, 7 a.m. central, which is about 1, 2 p.m. local time. But uh, for some reason, I woke up at 8 a.m. today and this guy's just blowing my phone up. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I wake up to enjoy my morning. Here I am helping a guy with a fuel card. And uh, I told yeah. him, you, man, it's 2 a.m. Nobody's really around at this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I just booked a load that I uh, was supposed to have a team on it, but they were at a rest stop. And, uh, you know, if you book a team, they shouldn't be at a rest stop for too long. That's for sure. So. Something yeah, we had got into that. Um, so expedited isn't the you're you're running into <laughs> a few problems here and there, but 
And we got yeah. into that team situation. Um, how does so? How did that happen? Like, wh- what's the lane? What time was the pickup? What time was the scheduled delivery? Like, what's up with that? Yeah, so it was it was picking up out of uh, Illinois, um, and it was going to California. Oh. Um, it was it was for you know a Christmas, you know, lighting event that there was, you know, families that paid tickets to be at. And um, long story short. I just I had them on macro point tracking and I saw that they were, you know, stopped at two different rest stops. And usually like, you know, I if I book a team, they're getting, you know, straight to the destination because that's the benefit of having a team is that once that other driver's sleeping, you've got the other track and mileage. So you never stop, you know, especially with the long haul. So, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to talk to the powers that be Camillo. And uh, figure that one I out. Mean, for team service, in my experience, the most average team in America should move thousand a day on the miles. Um, I mean, that's an average number, but most teams should run 11, 12, 1300. No yeah, at least. for the most part. Or else, uh, what's the point of really having that? Yeah, team? yeah, like if you're under that 1100 a day, if you ask me, it doesn't make a lot of sense at that point. Because For a standard sure. driver can make about 650, maybe seven if he's already loaded, starting his day out with a loaded trailer. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're only adding two, 300 miles, there's not really enough value to justify calling yourself a team. Yeah. Yeah. How, sure. how did you find this customer, by the way? We didn't kind of back it up a little bit. I mean, you know, for I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you know, are curious about how you prospected and found expedited, expedited that can't talk today customers i mean how did you uh you know, how'd you find this yeah customer? um they're all over the place to be honest with you i i used to do about 100 cold calls after i um was done working for a 3pl like um as a w2 when i started working as a 1099 i started doing about 100 calls a day and i did just about 2000 cold calls um and that that got me quite a bit of a business and, um, and a handful of expedited customers. And, and kind of my conversation with everybody would be, I don't, you know, want to be the Jack of all trades, you know, master of none. I want to be the, you know, Jack of a few trades, master of those trades. And I feel like with me, you know, I'm real good with box truck sprinters. I do like the LTL occasionally. Um, and then, you know, obviously full truck loads, anybody can be competitive when it comes to full full truck loads. But if you've got a good backhaul network, you know, then you can be real competitive, you know, in that nature too. So I like to kind of gear my conversation um, based off of what they sell, look at their website and, and see, you know, hey, you're selling a lot of brass fittings, you know, where are you guys sourcing these? Do you sell them in bulk? Do you have, you know, expedited orders like kind of ask them a little bit more about their material and how it's being shipped and um a lot of these you know bigger customers aren't necessarily doing a lot of box trucks it's a lot of the smaller smaller customers and um and you know some some of the bigger customers are obviously pushing out a lot of expedited freight but um yeah you just gotta just be able to you know get a good contact list and cold call, um, to be honest with you. And the more people, you know, the better, really, it's just hard to find those direct contacts. 
Yeah, no, I think it's interesting you brought that up. I mean, looking at companies' websites, you know, asking them, you know, doing a little bit of research before. Um, you know, <laughs> how, how did you uh, how did you start off your your cold calls? I mean, were you calling you know decision makers' cell phones, doing emails? You said you're mainly cold calling. Oh, well, um, it was brutal. You know, when strategy. I first started cold calling, it was headquarters. I'd call the headquarters, the gatekeeper, and then after a while, I ran into a website, um, Zoom Info. I'll just name drop it. Zoom Info is the best website for contacts. It is a little bit more expensive, but um, I was at a few companies and I've you know been able to compile a bunch of contact data. And what's nice about um, that website is you're not like you're able to find logistics. You can type in contacts, United States, and then logistics in this in the search bar, and then all you get is you know thirty five thousand contacts in the United States that are logistics coordinators. Yeah, and you so can then, sort that too. I mean, you can sort it by contact rating, by city, by size of the company, by title. Yeah. I mean, you can go really niche niche lists as well yeah. um, i mean i was big on zoom info too i don't know how i would have built a book without zoom info yeah yeah so we're dropping the golden nuggets since i've been a part of a lot of these calls and i've never even heard of this website oh man zoom info yeah it's <laughs> about 20 grand a year but if you can afford it it's worth it oh that's the price for it Oh yeah, yeah but it's cheaper for companies because a lot of companies they have like, well, like companies that give you and they pay for it. Or if you're an agent program, you know, I don't I don't know how HD works, but I imagine you know a lot of agents are splitting it, and then the the fee is. Uh, so you can have multiple people, or like you think companies are getting the like corporate discounts and just kind of giving access. Absolutely. To so so the best way to do it, if let's say HD were to do it, or a big you know organization, yeah, you sign up and then you have your agents opt either in or out and then pay um, like Matt and I did at a company in the past, you know, whether it's a hundred, 200 bucks a month. And, yeah. So that's yeah. a lot easier to pull the swallow with and say, Hey bro, I need like 1500 yeah. bucks a month. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then that way the company can kind of pay off some of that, you know, debt that it's taking on because they're taking on a risk, obviously taking you on as an agent and then another risk, uh, you know, when they're giving you contacts to call on. So, you know, yeah. So Zoom Info, I'd say that's top top tier for building your book of business. But also all you really need is a handful of customers, just like Matt and I were talking about the other day. You know, all you really need is a handful and you can do well. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's like I've been hearing a lot about that. Um, I've been hearing a lot about how carriers on DAT are unreliable. And I mean, most of my like interactions day to day are with brokers because I'm a carrier. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the only carriers yeah. I speak to are carriers that I know personally or that I've worked at or that I'm friends with their dispatch. Or, so, I mean, all the carriers I talk to every day are like normal people. Like, just like it's simple, man. You take the load, you show up, you tell them, hey, I'm an hour away. Hey, I'm here. I'm loaded. Yeah, so, communication. Like, it just seems so simple. So I don't like comprehend the how like much problems you guys have with carriers um i hear like we're tons pretty of solid we're yeah, pretty solid was... every once in a while like when with one of my bigger customers they do quite a few full truckloads a day i try to get out at least like you know five to ten drive-ins and you know every every once in a while the wrong carrier 
will show it up happens. or it's yeah, a double broker somehow and you know they're not gonna let him pass but i mean that was my big question with expedited because um i mean bro i mean i started doing a lot of power only so that's kind of maybe another factor into this next part but yeah. like expedited just kind of doesn't show up as much as it used to on dat for sure like are you using a lot oh. of the same carriers like your first yeah so, so for expedited you gotta have selectus if you don't have Selectus, then um, you might as well not post that box truck or sprinter unless you're best friends with that customer or you're you know real close with them. But then again, you're kind of doing them in, in injustice because you're not getting them a good rate. A lot of the time um, on on DAT, you'll post a box truck and get a full truckload rate or maybe $100 under. And then you go on Selectus, you, you can get, you know, for example, you'll post Illinois to California on that box truck, right? And you might get 4,400, you know, 5,000. On Selectus, you're looking at maybe $2,100, $2, so $2,000 difference. So if you're, you know, on a bid board and you're bidding expedited freight with, you know, using using the wrong plat platform, then you're at a big disadvantage. Now the Selectus is, is quite expensive. The Selectus have full truckload or is it like mostly for- It does have full truckload. And what's nice is you can actually post for an RFQ. So if you've got, let's say, you know, an RFQ you're bidding on, you can post that out on Selectus. It's got it's got quite a few tools, but um, you're going to get your best drive in and reefer rates off that for sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry, I don't. Know. No, no, it's all uh, all good. No, I was just kind of curious, you know, about you know about how you handle, you know, carriers. I mean, is there anything you're putting in your your rate cons, or you know, we hear a lot about you know double brokering fraud. You know, how are you you know preventing that and you know forming you know kind of relationships sure. with carriers? So right off the bat, um, if I don't see a signature in their email, um, to be honest, not always because it. It could be sent from a cell phone and it's an owner operator. I'll, I'll, for the most part, I'll check their MC, but if it looks a little sketchy, um, then I'll, you know, I'll just block them just, just to prevent, you know, any um, emails coming in in the future, just so I can keep my, you know, all the like the sketchy, you know, double brokers out there <laughs> out of my inbox <laughs> for the most part, but, but go highway is really good with um oh, it's highway again man. yeah because i i had my carrier packets and i'm not going to talk bad on it but i've had a quite a few double broker loads on that um yeah. carrier form one's great but they're just not as up to date um as go highway and i think that's because we like on go highway you can post live um and i think it's integrated so yeah, I, I I honestly haven't had any double broker loads. Um, Selectus is awesome. You'll get you know ten to twenty offers within the first five minutes of posting. So you can kind of click through um, the rates, you know, check the MCs, and and as long as they can fill out the packet, usually you know it's within two to three minutes, and you know we're good to go. I mean, the packets with Highway drive me nuts, man. No matter what I do, no matter what company I work I've at, I've heard that a few times. Dude, but then dude, some people get it done in like fifteen seconds. It either works with my carrier packets or RMIS, where it's instant and everything is there, and you just click it a couple of times and you're done. Or Highway will just 
like just when it feels like it or when it's like a load you really need and it's like a tight pickup it'll be like hey one of these line items is red and i don't know why yeah and usually like, the ELB. i have so bad experience with highway for no reason like just and it's so hard to fix no. You guys are talking a foreign language to me. I've never used uh, never used highway. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna say don't, but like, God, is it annoying as a carrier, man? Whenever I see high, you use highway and aliax. It's like the two like slightly <laughs> annoying things in my day, man. Well, I think they've made a lot of changes. Are you still dealing with some problems now? Um, I haven't. Luckily, I mean, I've been doing some setups, but um, we oh, work okay. typically with a lot of the same brokers. But um, most of my setups have just been like I haven't seen Highway uh, in a minute. Thank, thank God to be honest. Alex also <laughs> complains a lot, Ray. So uh, <laughs> follow him on LinkedIn. He likes to complain. So I wouldn't take uh, take Highway or Alex. I mean, we had a post. We had a post about this months back, man, and it was like pretty even split. A lot of people said like Highway's a little frustrating. I'd rather use my carrier pack. A lot of people said. I love highway. I've never had an issue. So, I mean, it's like, it literally just depends how yeah. it feels that day. And on that setup, like, and to be I'm honest, not talking you, about it fast. It's, it's a good system. Yeah. I think you got to have your own like little folder as a carrier. I would imagine for go highway and then your own little folder of all the certificates you need, you know what I'm saying? So then you can just quick drag and paste. Well, usually it's supposed to stay like RMIS, my carry pack. Uh, if you pull it out one time on the master account or whatever account you and your team is using, and then you just kind of like log in, everything's there. You just next, 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 next. And Highway does do that, but sometimes it doesn't. And while we're on the topic, you have anything open to check my MC? I'm like curious. So what do you? What oh, do you I'll, I'll check it out right now. I feel like we got to keep me in good oh, standing in the community. Let's check this there. MC. What is this MC? It's one one two zero nine eight seven. I gotta have multiple Let's brokers. Oh, partial pass. When I see that, I, I partial see. pass. Come on. Well, partial pass and go highway is like you're. You know, you're looking real good. Ah, and go highway. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partial, <laughs> partial pass yeah. isn't a pass, Alex. So that would. But the uh, thing is, no one ever starts with a pass. You, you know, we gotta, we gotta. Send you the, the so would you process. use that? Don't carrier. tell the viewers that, right? If, if I called you, <laughs> would you would you use that MC number? Like if I call you, say, hey, I got a truck empty two miles from oh, the absolutely. Twenty four months, you've got no marks. Yep, I'd use you all day. There we go, man. There we go. I'd use you all day. <laughs> That's but the, I would check your your bro. carrier form one, which would probably be good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're no freight guards since I've worked here, so none that I'm. Oh aware. man, not many can say that. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. But, how um, how do you find HD ships? By the way, I mean, do you want to tell us kind of the story too of how you got to uh, you know HD ships? I mean, I know a lot of people already HD ships, and you know, it's a it's a great company. I'm just kind of curious how you uh, you got kind of came across them and you know, got over there. You know what? Before that, I'm going to I'm going to get to I'm going to get right back to that. Hey, Alex, I'm going to sign you up right now and go highway, boss. Yeah, let's go, man. Send it over. Let's see how long it takes you, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. OK, OK. Let me I got see. Lydia Smith. <clears throat> yeah, you're going to have our, our famous. What's your, what's your email, boss? Just use the, the FMCSA, man. Uh, L-U-D-A-I-N-C. Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But make sure it has one C in the INC. We have one with an extra C. I'm not sure what. 
Yeah, that's why you're comfortable. Alex will still be working on this packet in like a half hour. No, no, bro. I'm staring at the email. Come on, man. We're gonna we're gonna make this a little, we're gonna uh, test a little promotion here. for highway. Dude. We're gonna here. test tomorrow. All right, pending invite. All right, let's see. Start now. What was your I'm question? I'm curious about, about this highway company now. Maybe I'll try to find someone at Highway to come on the show. I kind of want to learn about oh, highway. Yeah, maybe. maybe a live live demonstration of uh, how it works. Uh, <laughs> What was your question, Matt? I was just saying how you got to HD ships, you know, what, how you found them, um, you know, how that ended up coming about. Yeah. So I was, um, I was at another company that was sort of like HD ships, but um, you name the customer, it was taken for the most part. So a lot of just oversaturated, very, very oversaturated. And um, I met Ryan Smith. I had about 10, phone call interviews um and then i spoke to ryan and then you know we just hit it off and um i could i could tell a lot of the other people just didn't know freight like ryan and he also has gone to bat for me like as far as you know helping me out with like sending you know customers packets and getting them to sign up some customers don't like filling those out very fast and and yeah, he's been, you know, awesome about that. And yeah, really it was, it was Ryan, um, that, that got me on. And then the COO, Josh, he's, he's awesome, man. He's, you know, I can call him up and he'll call me within the next, you know, 30 minutes, an hour. Um, and then our staff there, um, yeah, they, they treat me great. So once I got on board, I, I figured there was yeah, no turning back. So pretty much I, I brought all my customers over and, uh, that's, that's, the so, rest has been history. So when you were looking for a different agent program, it sounds like the big things for you were saturation, how knowledgeable they were at freight and, you know, how the communication, you know, how communication is. Cause obviously to be a good broker, you have to have, you know, higher up leadership. And if they had Selectus and if they had macro point. <laughs> yeah. Selectus, honestly, macro point, dude. saturation, and yeah. knowledge of freight and communication, you know, from the well, high levels, so those would be the five things yeah. that you would say. I think in 2023, yeah. there was a large shift. I mean, for me, especially personally, I went through the same thing where it came down to like, okay, first, when you're looking for employment, like, do they have select this? Do they have, do they have the things you want? But next it's been culture, man. Like it's not worth taking, you know, a job that pays a bit more to just have like, you know, people around you, you don't enjoy working with. For sure. Or a billing department. I, I had yeah. not to cut you off, but I had shoot, a company I worked for that was, you know, trying to do what HD Ships is doing. They just, they, we didn't have a billing department. The, our, everyone yeah, see, in our billing department. See, billing was department. See, you're exactly like me. I quit my last job based on TMS. They were like, hey, you got to keep doing this TMS. So I was like, bro, this TMS is old. I have 10 power units. That's 10 TMS a day. Like you want me to cover your ton trucks? You want me to do your TMS? Because I'm not gonna do both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but like culture, culture. Ryan, like from the little bit, of, uh, you know, I've dealt with him. He's just a nice guy, straight up. Oh, know? he's just a good dude. He's just yeah. like a straight up nice person. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, works a lot. Josh. Works yeah. a lot too. Both Josh and oh, Ryan. Yeah. Like yeah, you said, I mean, if sure. you send him a message, they'll get back to you in a couple minutes. Which I'll call yeah. Ryan at seven thirty a.m. almost every day. Every single day, just Shout out Ryan morning, bro. Out phone calls. I'm sorry. Hey, you, you either sent me the wrong link or you didn't type the email correct because I still didn't get your highway. 
You guys aren't you guys aren't impressing me too much with this whole carrier. Uh, I think you put my email wrong. Like a typical. All right, L U. You ready? L U D A I N C A C. I N C A C C at yahoo.com. Uh, that wasn't even close. <laughs> Alex, this is where com- good communication with brokers is helpful. Yeah, right, but right, right. no, no, this was my fault. This was yeah, all yeah, yeah. You yeah. You that, right? I right, what was it again? One more time for the last time. It's here. I'll give you what I say to people all day long. It's uh, it's the one that's on file. It's uh, L U D A I N C A C C at yahoo.com. That's Word for word, like my script when I'm booking phrases. But you said there was only one C the first time. Yeah, I-N-C-A-C-C. We have on file on FMCSA, there's one that has I-N-C-C-A-C-C. Okay, gotcha. I don't know. A whole day that bothers me, man. It's one C in the ink. And yeah, see, there we go. All right, all right. You guys talk about something. Let me, let me. All right, you work on the packet. Well, while Alex is working out, let's kind of talk about that. I mean, what what can carriers do to, you know, form good relationships, you know, with, with brokers? Um, this is something I talked to, talk to Alex about and you know, something I talk about a lot, you know, what, for sure. what do you look for from, from carriers, you know, to form? I look know, for, so right after I book a shipment, well, right before I booked the shipment, like before I send a rate con, I'll just send, please send driver info. Um, just so I can, you know, make sure that he's got a driver that's live. And isn't you know picking through one or two that might be in the area and he's gonna see who I so I want to make sure he's got a live driver. He sends me driver name. I don't need the last name, but I need his cell phone number so I can send a macro point because that's become huge just be just due to stolen loads and you know these scammers out here, they figure out a new scam every day, it seems like. But um I like you know having yeah, the 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 macro point. Um so if they can give me the driver name, cell phone, trailer, and truck, then mm-hmm. if they can send me that and they fill out the packet, then I'll tend them, you know, I'll tender the rate con, you know, right then and there and call it good. And a lot of carriers, you know, they'll they'll fill it out within just a couple minutes. Some of them they do have a little problem with like with the ELD. Yeah, um, I'm currently having a problem because um, our high, our highway account only my my boss can do it because it's on her phone. Oh, <laughs> so imagine okay. if we had a hot load right now. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, please, can you please do this setup? <laughs> why is it only on her phone? Why can't you? Uh, because that's you? probably a highway thing where they have extra steps, bro. Like, yeah, like, they do actually oh, because the owners yeah. got us. Yeah, so. They do that for VPN purposes. So let's say they're claiming they live in the United States and they're actually well, I mean, using me, like me as a perfect example. I mean, I some rate cons, some some rate cons you can't open without a VPN because they restrict it because I'm in Serbia. Yeah. And then you just open the VPN and do it. But you see, Highway has this step where only one person on this earth can like accept this, this setup, you know? Actually, yeah, that is correct. That is. So that's an extra step that they have, which RMIS doesn't. But I think there is an account setting where your owner you can, can probably put change. you under. Yeah, I think, I don't know though. But I mean, it's good security. You see, like I can't get into that. There's nothing I can do. If I've got the carriers, yeah, you know, yeah. their own. So, I mean, that's, that's a nice security stuff. Like I said, I haven't yeah. seen highway around much. Um, I guess. Yeah, it was my first time using it too. Just a cute. Just but, a I mean, they ago. seem to be like innovating the things that are kind of being taken advantage of from the previous ones. Um, For sure. 
Because I mean, yeah. I've never seen phone verification on a on a setup. Usually, it's just you have an email and it just comes back to your email. So yeah, and it's almost like these carriers are starting to catch on. Like I rarely get emails from double brokers anymore. <laughs> you yeah, know, which is crazy. Because a lot of the time, when like when I'd get them, I'd I'd see. Not always, but I'd see mailer track at the bottom with a you know, with a check, and then they just want to have his signature, or they would, they wouldn't have their MC in the signature, and that's not always a red flag. Hey, Plus, I mean, I got a Gmail email, but I got my MC number in my signature. So see, I don't I'm think like, a Gmail email is a red flag, but some some of my customers are like, I don't know, I mean, Gmail, I'm, you know, it kind like, of is, it kind of is, kind of isn't. We're at the point where we're just like a two-person operation. And um, yeah. I mean, we've been trying to get the whole domain thing going, but um, basically like her email, like that uh, FMCSA email is where all the rate cons go. She's been doing this for years. So every broker we have already knows us, knows that email, sends everything. Yeah, that's them. nice. Like nobody sends me stuff. Nobody's sending me rate cons. Like I promise you that. Unless I've run loads of them multiple times, every rate con, nobody, I say add Gmail, they're like, no, no, no we're sending it to, to the FMC. Say, <laughs> we're not sending you nothing. I was like, all right, that's fair. Alex is big on Gchat. He thinks yeah, brokers, all brokers should Everyone's, have. yeah, that's what Bro. all these guys have been telling me to get on. Get on Gchat, bro. Like, do you know how fast you like? I scoop up loads like Echo, Molo, all those big ones. I have so many. Really? You just quickly, like, you just you see the load on their board. You put the reference number. You are you both already know what's up. You just wait. How do you see their load on Gchat? No, no. Like, you go. You, like, I I'll use like let's say CH for example, my favorite uh, broker, not for power only, but um, you just use their broker board. You find the load. Send the on Gchat instantly. Send the load ID. They already know. You say, "Hey, can I get 14 on this?" They say, "Oh, we can do 13." Send it over, and that's it. You book the load in 10 seconds. So yeah, that's nice. CH, this is so random. But do you think CH has a social media policy? Like for CH being the biggest, like I yeah, never you don't see CH them man. content on LinkedIn ever. I love CH Robinson, man. They they have the best broker board in my opinion. I was running when I ran drive ends. In this market, I was doing like 70% a week on 10 units, CH Robinson. Like the, we just it depends. You have to have a really good rep good company. Yeah, and they have a lot of freight, and it's just it yeah. refreshes perfectly. You can sort by deadhead, sort by uh delivery date. Um, I mean they just have such a solid, solid board. They do, they're a big, they're a big uh a lot of freight in this industry that's for sure what's what's that you don't want to move power only freight man come on hey, we could do I've it got together. A few power only yeah hey, i'll, I'll send you my information after this we're gonna we're keep gonna power only out of illinois yeah, alex you need some positive exposure power. from from brokers you you should need to maybe Bro, like move some freight here, from brokers here, this is the thing. positively no no because no, this is the problem <laughs> that I have. no this is the problem that i have every good broker that i use tells me can you please not talk about me on linkedin or talk about our rates or talk about our lanes and like oh okay, yeah don't say their there. name obviously don't say their name i mean okay that's bro if i start saying i got a guy paying me five dollars a mile out of illinois to, to go over to the northeast like someone's gonna figure it out eventually and he's mad like they don't want to talk about like because he's paying me for that, sure for sure like and know, the thing is you don't know what took to take that relationship like to for him to build that relationship bro i'm and not gonna give a lot away of people to understand years. is that like i've you know i've known a few of my customers three four years you yeah. know so it's like those are bonds that like 
two of my biggest customers are like my friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I send them like a year and like we wish each other, you know, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, all that. So it's like, you don't know what it took to, for that broker to get that rate and to offer you that. And you don't know what it took for you to build that relationship with him. And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand um, is that. And I don't think they understand backhauls, the power of backhauls and the, yeah. and the power of, of having a good relationship with the carrier. Good. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and ruin a three, four year relationship to have a positive LinkedIn post, bro. Like, I'm, I don't care. Oh, like, yeah. I can't I'm not talking about ruining a relationship, but there's different things you can say it and, and do it in a. I can't say right? his name. I can't say the lane. I can't say, say the his price name or the broker's to, name. You don't have to say the lane. I mean, what do I say? Talk in very. I talked about my customers all the time on LinkedIn without. But what, what do I say? They were. <laughs> what do I say when I can't mention the name, the broker's name, the lane, or the price? Then what? I'm like, oh, I ran a great load today, bro. Not negative, <laughs> something not negative all the time, maybe. I love my broker. <laughs> hey, I ran some really good freight with a really good broker. Thanks for reading my post, bro. I can't tell yeah, you. I thought it was than, pretty positive. better than the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> bro i have positive look me me and ray right now we've been talking you know we just met now let's go on some power vibes are immaculate i'm a really really personable person i'll talk to broker yo like you got some power only let's run it let's be serious like you know you feel them out like i'm a yeah. normal carrier bro i'll email you hey i'm empty i'm rolling to your pick i'll be there in two hours hey i'm running 20 minutes behind i'm there i'm empty it's just like I'm a good carrier. But yeah, that's I, honestly I all I want, dude. As yeah, a broker, like, that's really all you want because some of these carriers, they'll, they'll be like, you know, they'll go four or five hours without communicating, which is fine if they've got me on macro. But if they're not going to accept macro, please, you know, I mean, update me. And then some of them won't send the POD for like a day or two. And you're like, <laughs> you know, no. that's part of my like, that's part of like what I do. I need that POD within like an hour. I mean, with power only, a lot of freight doesn't have BOL and POD. Um, a lot of it is you get to the pickup, you take a picture of four sides of the trailer, you send it to the broker, they confirm, good to go. You get to the delivery, you take again, you know, four pictures, make sure the yeah. that's how you bill. And I send, hey, here's your trailer. Are we good for billing? Yes, you are. You send that to Triumph and you're good to go. You're good to go. Yeah. I mean, we have to send our pictures. Like. I've, I've been hearing good things about Triumph, not to get off, off subject, but. I love Triumph, man, honestly. I mean, they, they made, like, I don't want to get into the details of this because they did exactly, like, they did the right thing. Um, there was a really long story where we confirmed. I've heard this some, a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, we had some MC number. We asked, is it okay to use? They told us yes. Long story short, it ended up being a scam somehow. And long story short, Triumph said, you know what? We made a mistake. We're going to honor honor our mistake. And that's awesome, bro. Like, that's that's really cool to see from them, especially in a market where for us, you know, that load puts us behind on pay. We're small, you know, like that one load could cripple us. So for Triumph that's to cool. say, hey, we're going to do the right thing, uh, it was really good, man. Well, maybe I, you can I post really like about it. that. That would be something positive to post about. <laughs> yeah, this is like just finished and kind of stuff. I didn't want to like talk about it because i was still waiting to see was it gonna be finished correctly or not but uh, yeah i could post about that but, hey let's uh i just said we've never seen this before we got a comment from youtube hello logistic professionals yeah, i've never yeah, seen yeah. It. that's from youtube right with the uh little yeah, red yeah, youtube man um well, we're but, growing man the audience is growing we're on spotify we're on apple podcasts we're on youtube we're on linkedin I mean, what else can we do, man? Just X. But I mean, I honestly, man, honestly, I'll be so honest with you. 
I cannot stand the interface of X, bro. It just adds everywhere I look. When you want to click, you got to like click it for it to like open. I don't like it, man. I don't. Are you on Twitter? Uh, are you on Twitter, Ray or X? I'm not, but I'm thinking about getting on Twitter. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, it's a lot more chill than LinkedIn is for sure. There's a lot of like funny stuff going on, but the interface is so clunky. Uh, I just can't can't get into it, man. Hey, I'm gonna be right back, you guys. I was kind of an idiot, and uh, my computer's on seven percent, so I'm gonna have to grab my charger. So, um, oh, but I want to hear more about uh, more about kind of raise. You know, if you want to talk more about your sales process and kind of what you're looking to do in 2024, and we have a lot of sales reps, you know, listening. So I'd love to talk more about uh, you know, more about sales. Yeah, sales. Right good, yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna take a quick break too. Okay. Um, be right back. Know. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I guess we're all just going to take a, a two-minute pause here, and we'll all be right back. Back. Oh, looks like they're gone. No, 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 no. I just uh I drink, I don't know, like uh, somebody asked me about this the other day. Like, uh, so this is like just um carbonated water, but I drink like way too much of this every day. This is like almost two liters. Um, so I go to the bathroom like a lot, man. <laughs> and you were like, Yeah, I'm gonna go use the washroom. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice ice mountain. 100% natural spring over here, baby. Yeah, I drink my girlfriend. Everybody makes fun of me about this. Bro. I drink five, six liters of water a day. What is that in freedom units? No, it's super good for you, man. Yeah, I mean, that's I about a gallon and a half, a gallon and a half a day, something like that. That's what they say. That's what they, I don't know. That's what the health experts say you should be drinking. Again, day. The portion to your body weight. Huh? Intake of water. You should have three. Yeah, yeah, about a gallon a day. Yeah, actually, right. So you're saying, dude, I used to work in a in a big office, like with I think we had at the height of it like forty dispatchers, and um, in the same chair, office. Yeah, yeah, in the same office. <laughs> my chair was right next to the water cooler, and there was a gap about this big between my PC like monitors and the, the person next to me. And it was just enough for my boss to see me grabbing water, you know? And this guy like stared at me like I was stealing from them, bro. Cause like the amount of water. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's, it's literally water. the cheapest possible thing. It's not even yours. You don't even, it's not your water. Like, come on. Dude. It's community water, man. Yeah. Like it's company water, dude. It's not like I'm stealing. I'm not drinking your guys alcohol. I'm not out here drinking. Yo, they had like uh, that company was cool. They gave us like Coca Cola, all this kind of stuff. Dude, oh, like, yeah. Coca Cola, Red Bulls. Yeah. It just yeah, makes I'm you sure. just anxious. 
Bro, I'm just drinking <laughs> the water. Leave me alone, Dex. So what did I miss? Stealing water? What are we what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about um somebody asked me the other day, what am I drinking all the time? Um, you got into some trebs that were drinking too much water. Yeah. But let's get into sales, man. Like you said, that's uh, always a popular topic um, with, with our viewers. Okay. Yeah, what, what, the sales what goes, don't stop, man. Yeah, what goes stop. into your you know prospecting, you know strategy? You know, I mean, I know you use Zoom Info, but you know, are you getting business yeah. from referrals as well? Or are you targeting? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. So a lot of what I've been doing recently is looking at a lot of the customers that I've been delivering to. And have been calling them and let them know that, hey, I've made a few successful deliveries, you know, to your location. Um, do you guys have any freight, you know, that you guys broker out yourself? And, uh, yeah, that's been going good. I I make a few cold calls every single day, to be honest with you, when I have a few minutes. Um, I just made one shoot on, on Monday. And... Uh, I'm and meeting somebody who is doing a shipment out of Grand Rapids, as I call. I got super lucky. So, yeah, sales are always I feel like that's something that I always put at the forefront is is um, making sure I know I've got good customers and a good base, but always trying to build my book and, and find new quality. Yeah, no, I think you brought up a good point. I mean, calling people that you deliver to, you know, shows that, you know, their freight, you know, you know, somewhat about their somewhat about their operation. Um, yeah, uh, it would be fun, Alex. We should. It'd be kind of difficult because we'd have to block out names and companies, but we should have some reps on sometime and do like a live cold call. Yeah, the whole John, the whole John live negotiating with a carrier from DAT kind of sparked some ideas in my head too. We should have some like, uh, <clears throat> like we we do everything live. We're we're a live show, but um, yeah. I, I think the same I if just... we do some pre-recorded stuff where we can at least edit out. The, the personal kind of details and uh, release, you know, maybe shorter segments of. Uh, yeah, that'd be smart. Yeah, I just hired on our... your cold calls, some of John, some of, you know, a lot of sales reps we know and kind of play through them on the show would be fun. Yeah, for sure. I just hired on a, a buddy of mine. I met at the gym a few months ago um, in the sauna and he's he's been booking loads. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you hired him, I met him in the sauna. He's real cool. He's a nice guy. He's, you know, the, he, he's bro, the bro, bro, bro. All right, we got to hear yeah. this story. So you're just sitting at the sauna at like five, six in the morning before work. You just start up. Oh, that's I've got you. Or I'm, or I'm hooping with the boys. Dude, We've got dude, a group dude. chat of like 30 of us. You met him at the gym, but then you lost me in the sauna part. Alright, so we're talking to the sauna, and then he's like, bro, what do you do for a living? And then I just you know, start talking about what I do, and um, I was like, you know what? You'd probably be pretty good at what I do. And <laughs> lo and behold, his friend actually owns his own logistics company, his own brokerage. Um, what doesn't really do? have a whole lot going on. What did the he brokerage do before? Book. What's that? What was his like occupation before like you started talking to him? So he he's still he's the dean of uh of Wyoming High School, and um uh, and so he's the dean of students and he's the head football coach. But um oh wait, so you're in Wyoming right now? I am in uh Byron Center. It's like five miles from Grand Rapids, ten miles from Grand Rapids. Oh, Michigan! Yeah, you told me Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. So he's going to be more operations. Um, and then he's going to try to, he actually, um, 
landed a big customer, believe it or not. He was doing some cold calling and um, landed a real big expediter, actually, that uh, we're going to start working with. So they do a lot of imports, exports, and uh, it's actually interesting what they do. They um, they don't go on debt. They don't book any of the loads themselves. They just uh, They just find people like us, you know, brokers, and then they run all their freight through us. So oh, yeah, good customer, good customer to have. And you know, uh, yeah, I think it'd be real good practice for him too, because yeah, he's a little bit, a little bit new, but I think yeah. that just shows though. I mean, like he got, he just started no logistics experience, landed a big uh, customer. I mean, what, one of my biggest customers in freight, I, I landed in the first couple of weeks. I didn't even know what a flatbed was. And <laughs> I just got on the call with the right person. So, I mean, if you yeah. work hard, I think luck, people he's talk real about humble. Luck but yeah. And, and you're right. He's a hard worker and he's humble. I think that, you know, that, that is like, you know, those, those are two of the main characteristics. I, I felt like when we were in the sauna talking, I was like, this guy, you know, he's real poised. And when he's on the phone with carriers, he's, you know, I feel like having that humbleness, but being stern is a really hard like line to tread. And he's I mean, real good at that. You know, his buddy was our, like a high school principal, bro. Like that's like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of in his nature to be like kind but firm. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, that shows the sure. soft that's skills are almost more important in brokerage sometimes. I, mean, I don't know if you saw this at the large three sure. PLs, but there's there's people in this industry that'll be like, Yeah, I've been doing this for 10 years or five years, and you know, they have a lot of bad habits, they don't, they're complacent, you know. I mean, sometimes people <clears throat> with the right soft skills with you know less I've experience. met a lot of those. Yeah. A lot of people that, yeah, that were at the first company I worked for that were there for just a couple, you know, three, four years and they were just coasting, just coasting. Yeah. So you can do that, you know, to each their own, but you know, I just think there's, there's so much freight out there that, uh, yeah, I don't think coasting in this industry is, I mean, to, you know, teach them, but that's not, not how, not how I'm, I want to run my business. That's for sure. You take a lot of vacations, or how does that work for you as a uh, as an agent? When no you're, uh, vacations, always on the phone. Like. To be honest, man, I haven't taken a vacation in over a year, so I've just been real focused lately. I like being up early and being you know ready, organized, like everything before my day starts. Um, and I like like right now. I think these next like this next year or two. I think it's crucial for me to be reliable. And then once I build those relationships, maybe, you know, you know, four or five years from now, I can go on those vacations and, you know, have some more dedicated freight and maybe not be Johnny on the spot, you know, as much. I mean, I think with my personal experience dealing with shippers and uh, just brokers, um, once you cross that like two, three, four year mark, you start to get to the point where it's just you know that person they know you um once you, you can bring your laptop with you. yeah it's just so much easier like I, one of my my biggest brokers that i use we just literally like he sends me an email saying i have this lane on this day you're good yes i am send it over like we communicate two three emails to move freight we don't even like yeah. he doesn't ask me for my driver info like he just knows like, i'm gonna give this guy that load it's gonna move like it's, it's just second nature at that point yeah that's empire national for me like with sprinters yeah i don't even got a question i'll hit up a few people from empire and usually they got a sprinter within 30 miles it's almost you know any location 
Yeah. And I mean, like you started in like a newer, a newer company. Um, I mean, I've moved through a few broker or a few carriers, um, but brought my brokers and contacts with me. And sure. you kind of go through that first month or two where they're like learning to trust you again, because now you're under the, yeah. now you're under the, and then the now competes. Some I had to wait, you know, a year. Yeah. So, I mean, I well, think luckily, I, had, I had a customer send out a cease and desist to kind of avoid the non-compete. Nice. So you had a customer, wait, say that again. You had a customer send out a cease and desist to my last, like to my company, to the first company I worked for to, to, um, let them know that, you know, he's, they're going to be working with me and that, you know, for them not to contact him anymore. And that, you know, if they do, it's illegal. Yeah, because yeah. isn't how that works? Like uh, we had, I think that's the only way around an assist where he yeah. said like they can call you, but you can't call them, right? That, that's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So I've never heard like a customer sending a cease and desist to a uh, to a broker. I mean, that shows a pretty loyal relationship, but that's that's I've never heard that before. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was the only one, but um, yeah, I'm. Still with him till this day. That's the one I, you know, one of the two I consider a real good friend of mine. Did you sit out your year? I mean, I'm guessing the large 3PL you worked with, did you sit out a year or how did that, what happened? So they and I compete uh, for a year in the state of Michigan. So then I ended up finding Cradle to Grave, a company out in Livermore, California. And then, um, uh, you think you got no. far enough there? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they contacted me and they were like, hey, we see, you know, they they tried to, you know. They tried, bro. They tried. Yeah, they tried, but <laughs> I was, you know, I, uh, I've made sure to, yeah, abide by that because, shoot, those some of those companies are ruthless. But what do you do in expedited? Sorry, I keep going back to this. Just no, I, got, right. I love expedited freight, man. As a no, dude, I, I think right now, if if you're running expedited, you got to have e tracks and ratchet straps. Oh, I don't so. know what it is, but they don't like pull straps. But the e tracks are crucial. They just they yeah. love the. But what especially do you do if you're running it like rolling cases? What do you What's do when that? you just can't find the truck? Like, what do you do when it's like 9 p.m.? The guy's like, hey, can you move this at 9 p.m.? It's ready now. Like, like, what do you do? Like, when, like there is to be no honest truck. with you, Selectus. There's always somebody out there. Always somebody. Or if it's 9 p.m., if it's a sprinter, I'll hit up Empire. True. Or if it's a box truck, I've got four or five companies that have um, 24-7 overnight. Yeah, that's probably a much better in my pocket. Do you have a lot of phone calls with expedited at like one in the morning from carriers, customers? I mean, you have your phone on volume even when you go to sleep, you know, the ringtone on? Um, every once in a while, my main customer will call me at, at one o'clock. Um, every once in a while, most of the time it's eight, nine, you know, nine o'clock. And then he's got a few throughout the day that, you know, he'll feed me. But he's uh, he's kind of the jack of all trades. Shoot, he's a logistic manager, but... He'll also hop in a you know a full truckload and deliver a load if he needs to. But, Have you uh, met any of your customers? Like gone to visit any of these? Uh, visit any of your customers? You know what? I have not. No, there's been a few in uh, Grand Rapids. I have that are local. But, oh yeah. How was that experience? Was that pretty cool? Uh, you know, going oh, to yeah. the facility. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. That was fun to see how everything worked and uh, just meeting the guys in person. I think I'm in a good area. I'm in Kentwood which, you know, there's, there's a ton of manufacturing plants. So I'm going to go and hand out some cards here soon. 
So I think uh, I read something online. People want their carriers and brokers a little bit more local. I think Ryan Smith sent me that. But I'm going to try to use that to my advantage, try to go from there. Matt, I'm telling you, a couple of years from now, you need to come on to HD. <laughs> it could be uh... – you never know, man. You never know. I like Ryan a lot. I'm good friends with uh, good friends with Ryan, so I have positive well, things to, to say. I mean, we get some. We've gotten some requests for people to sponsor the show or come on the show that we don't always approve of. Of like, um, but you know, HD. Yeah. I'm very impressed with uh, with HD uh, HD ships. And anyone who knows me knows I don't always. I, I say it like how I feel. So if I say yeah. that, I mean it. So. That's what Ryan told me. He said, Matt, he said, I'll tell you, he's a straight shooter. <laughs> I, like I don't that. know how true that is when it comes to, to dicey topics, but <laughs> I'm a straight shooter. I, I, I told yeah, you, yeah, Alex, yeah. that you'll straight turn away from a problem. I don't like to engage in, in arguments yeah, on social no. media that's that's my my, no, my but this is my thing with hd is um so matt came to me and said hey like i kind of know these guys um you know they, they might sponsor us so i was like you know i don't know anything about them and mm -hmm. uh, so then i dealt with ryan i saw that back for those guys and now we have you here so it's like two out of two people i've dealt with you guys are awesome um like Thanks, like man. i was saying we wouldn't take sponsorship from you know somebody or some company or so something that we can't like, you know, I'm not going to stand here and be like, oh, this is our sponsor. And then like, we don't know what they do. We don't like the people. Like we wouldn't do something like right. that. And after yeah. talking to you now, it's like super cool. Cause I mean, we have your guys logo out here. Um, now yeah. even I have you guys can have me back, here. man. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. We can definitely have another one of these. And yeah, that's what Ryan was telling me. Like, let me link you up with my brokers. I never really took them up on it because I only do power only. And uh, my fleet was really small up until pretty recently. Um, we were going through a lot of roster changes. And um, I didn't really want to put my name um, on freight when my fleet is new. And I, I got to test those guys out, put them yeah, on some, yeah. some shipments, see how they drive. Because yeah, ultimately, so. my relationship is based on, like, you know, I can only do so much. It's up to my drivers. And with yeah. us having roster changes nonstop, I was having guys that I booked them their first load. The guy's not driving to the pickup. And I'm like, yeah, I can't put my name on those guys until yeah. I know them, I like them. And uh, so it's been a little slow for us, but uh, luckily things yeah. are kind of picking up and I can get back in the market a bit. Yeah. Look, You're look the at right the right industry, man. Alex. Recession proof. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, the only industry that's recession proof. I think we already know who this is, but the, the second comment is so funny. Like he says forty percent of the house. Rogers, forty percent in the house from oh the God. bar. But yeah. the second comment, like and apparently I drank too much. I did a double tap. Yeah, John, John's not guy? much of a drinker, so I don't know. Uh hey, you drank a Bud Light on the last show. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Three Bud Lights. I can't remember. I'm Man, I haven't drank in a while. It's, I have not drank in a while. I drank like a half a bottle of whiskey a week or two or three ago, and I felt so terrible. And I, like, I don't drink a lot. and um, So now I have the empty bottle next to me, and my girlfriend wrote poison on it because I was hungover. For, like, Dude, I feel like alcohol, man, it's just like you're borrowing. It's just pointless. It just, it's just like I'm taking a big break. Borrowing all that happiness from tomorrow. It literally just like it's just pushing you backwards. It's slowing you down. I don't really see the. I yeah. like to have maybe unless you hit the sauna in the morning and you're real and you're real, you know, good about that. Yeah. A little sauna cold shower. Hey, you yeah. could meet as much as you want. 
Yeah, you love that sauna. <laughs> well, should we uh, wrap it up for today? That's been that's been a uh, it's been a fun show, Ray, and fun having yeah. you on. And um, you know, we look forward to kind of staying in touch with you. Um, and yeah, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, and check out for my setup, man. Um, so we basically have nothing left for today. I'm just monitoring. So that's my boss. She's gotcha. sick. She's probably sleeping. But uh, that'll come over. Like Matt said, I won't be done in 30 minutes. But right on. That'll come <laughs> on. And, uh, when we move oh, our good. first shipment together, I'll make sure I say the lane and the rate and your name and everything on LinkedIn. So I have something positive. No, you don't have to. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys. Happy New Year's. Talk soon, All Ray. Right. Thanks. Well, that was uh, that was fun. Ray's a uh, Ray's a good guy, and it's cool learning about the expedited. My favorite part was maybe that he met his new employee at the sauna. At like, yeah, you know, I think the there's two funny parts to that story. First is um, he met him in the gym, but then at the sauna, so that's funny. But then the guy was like a principal, like a high school principal. Like, that's also kind of funny, bro. Like, <clears throat> I, think I mean, I think it. if you if you picture your high school principal, I don't think you could picture him brokering freight. So, I mean, I can't. Yeah, maybe not. But I, I, I thought, like, on a more serious note, I mean, he, he said what a lot of sales reps I talk to and good sales reps say. I mean, you heard he hasn't taken a vacation in a year. Communication is big. Answering his phone after hours. I mean, if you want to be a successful agent, I mean, those are just things you do to get a, a leg up on the competition. And you, you hear the same things being said over and over again you know, buy good sales reps. Um, you know, and it's, he kind of reiterated that same thing with doing your homework. I mean, he talked about going to the websites, knowing what they sell, knowing what questions to ask. I mean, you know, he said a lot of good things from a sales sales perspective. Well, I mean, it really comes down to like broker agents are technically your, your own boss. You're technically your own company. You're just working on someone's authority. So, I mean, when you take that step to be an agent, you're taking that step into being a contractor. You're, you're, you're your own boss. You got to do that kind of stuff, you know? I don't Does it think make you want to be a broker? Does it make you want to be an I agent? Mean, honestly, I've been having these conversations with uh, a few people and um, even with you. And honestly, it's like almost inevitable at this point that at some point in my career, I will become a broker. Um, it's just like there's no getting away from it. But um, I mean, at the age of 26, with the, the amount of experience I have now, um, I'm just comfortable where I am. I like where I am. I like working with the drivers. And honestly, to put it lightly, like I've dealt with two years of this market being like not fun for carriers. I really want to get to the end and like have fun again and uh see see are you one of those carriers it's going to take like revenge on all these brokers and i mean that's the thing i'm building nice relationships and i'm you know doing a lot of favors at this point and i mean it's not going to be a revenge thing we're going to use every linkedin person's argument like it's the the market dictates itself apparently carriers don't make rates brokers don't make rates so if the market shifts to ten dollars a mile i'm gonna book ten dollars a mile i guess because like people say, like the carrier has no say in it and the broker has no say in it. It's just supply and demand. So if it gets to the point where it's $10 a mile, so be it, man. I mean, the market's dictating the rates now and it's going to dictate it in the future. So I don't think there is revenge, bro. There's just no. doing business. I, I only joke because of some of your posts on LinkedIn. No, I know, I know. But no, some people will go out for blood. Some people will be unrealistic. Um, I'm always going to do how I've been doing it. You know, the market's kind of what it is. 
you get a feel for your lanes. But like that's the whole thing. This market really shows people that building relationships and working with people that you like and that are easy to work with and where the freight's always ready and you know the guy's load's always legit. Um, I think just keeping with the people I like um, when the market shifts, obviously, I'm not going to say to them, hey, sorry, man, this load, I need $18 a mile. Like, because in this market, they're taking care of me. They're giving me, you know, above market. So when it comes down to it, it's going to be just, you know, return the favor, haul at a, a competitive rate. And, but I mean, yeah, some carriers, man, they're, they're going to be out for blood. Some carriers are definitely, uh, so yeah, a lot of carriers, I know, no, no word of a lie. A lot of even big companies have Google spreadsheets where certain companies and brokers specific names go into it. And before they book a load, they have to search like the, the page. And if you're in the, like the do not use or like the, it's like a revenge book, bro. Like it's, if you see that guy or that company, then the carriers inclined, like the dispatchers are told to, to take revenge. On those people, I didn't bro. know that carriers, that's big companies that are doing that. Well, huge companies, like 2000 truck fleet companies are running like a database of people that they're going to like screw over when they can. Really. So, that would just be a pain before you book a load. Oh, I got to check the database to see if this yeah. screwed me over well, in 2023. I mean, when I worked for a huge company, we all, all you always check Triumph for whatever your factoring is um, to make sure they have credit. But we also, most large companies have a do not use list that you also have to run the, the MC through. Because um, sometimes you'll have like a claim that was unresolved or they have an issue. Like Axle Logistics, you can only do full truckload. You can't do LTL. Like there's a lot of little things. Um, and most of it goes in from accounting where it's like, hey, don't use this company because backend issues. So. But yeah, man, it's 2024. What do you think, man? What do you think? Well, I'm excited, man. We got some really <sighs> good guests lined up for 2024. Like, Dude, uh, I'm, I'm excited, excited for the podcast, but the freight market is... I mean, I saw the freight caviar today that they're uh, streaming in the morning. I mean, it's either going to get better or it's going to get worse. But a lot of people are saying don't expect 2024 to change at all. And that's like... No one really knows. I mean, everyone can just... I know. Yeah, I mean, it's... But man, like... Enough people are saying it'll be worse or identical for like most of 2024. That's just, oh, it just sucks to even think about that, you know. Like, so let's wrap it up, any, man. Are you booking any trucks uh, this weekend? Um, well, I got two guys. Here's the thing: one guy's close to home, so he's probably gonna call it call it till Tuesday. And the second guy's like seven hours behind his ETA, so he's he might just be might Why be. Why is he seven out. hours behind? Ah, he's new, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Even... You seven hours behind being new? Is you just stopping to take too many breaks, or the truck so broke down? Like, or... We drove one load when he started his first day. It was four hundred miles, and he just didn't move from his house for like five hours, and then he like showed up thirty minutes late to the delivery. I was like, okay, that's like that's that's not a good start. And then I booked him up. No, but it was, <laughs> he said it was raining, bro. <laughs> well, he's being cautious, you know, safety yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, you know, it was thirty minutes, not three hours. He showed up safe. I didn't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. You know, you're safe. You got unloaded. Um, so then the next load I gave him was about six six hundred and twenty miles, and uh, he called me, and I gave him that he was loaded at one p.m. yesterday. And uh, 
and he called me at 2 a.m central today so 12 13 hours later and he had moved 90 miles in that 12 hours <laughs> well maybe he took a break for the day dude he drove no, 90 he had miles. to sleep bro he had to sleep <laughs> so how's he doing today is he moving uh more miles um no his eta is like 5 p.m bro that's why he's like gonna get stuck maybe but this is the thing like when you have new drivers this is the whole reason i'm kind of staying off um moving for for big people that i i know i don't want to put my reputation these loads were all first come first serve they were all like open-ended except for that one delivery which he was Bro, pretty he's gonna be stuck right. when's he supposed to be there like before they well, close for the long weekend well no that's the thing it's uh so power only it's a lot of drop and hook it's on man yard you just 24 hours seven days a week you just put in the gate so he'll be fine it doesn't really matter when yeah, he gets there he's gonna get empty it's just what is he gonna pick up next <laughs> so you'll be working trying to find them a load over the weekend yeah, yeah yeah i'll be doing something but um a lot of it will be just like buddy you showed up like four hours later than you said you would i'm doing my best it's a holiday you know and it's a friday if you're late on a friday that's the worst day to be late so yeah you can maybe you can put a post out on linkedin to you know the positive brokers see if they can help you get a load yeah maybe i'll put a negative post out about bad drivers <laughs> <laughs> missing, missing the point, buddy. Missing the point. Um, but uh, oh, let's uh, just to kind of end it. We are on Spotify, guys. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube. Um, we're obviously on LinkedIn, so we're on everything now. Um, you know, shoot us a follow on YouTube, LinkedIn. Download us. Spotify, hey, if Apple. anybody needs this podcast to be on any other podcast network, just shoot us a DM. Because I think we got the main ones though now. I mean, we have LinkedIn, yeah. YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. I mean, those are going to be. I the just saw there's like iTunes Radio, Amazon. Like, I don't know if people are actually using this stuff, and it's just kind of like a headache to catalog all of it. But uh, if anybody has like a special request podcast platform, uh, just hit me up. I can get it on there. Yeah, don't hit me up. I don't do any of the tech on this uh, <laughs> show. So, all right. Peace, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.